Hello, and welcome to I'm on My Period Piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman Sisters, back for the first episode of 2022. Can you believe that we are now entering year five of this podcast? I cannot. This that is actually, I keep thinking like, oh, we've done it, I don't know, 18 months, two years, something like that. No. I know. No. It's very. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Any of you dolls that are sticking with us? My God hair bless. length, weight fluctuation. Yeah. Life changes. Oh, yeah. All of these things that have happened. Yeah, much has happened. Much has happened. You moved. We both moved. We both moved. Mm -hmm. I had another, a second whole child. Yeah. And she's going to be three this year. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? We've been doing this podcast a long time. A long time. No wonder we're always like, God, I'm running out of period pieces. (laughs) But we actually aren't. No, I know. Like, every once in a while, I'll remember one movie, and then it's like, that leads to... A whole artery system of other movies in Right, that vein. and in my foolishness, there's so many things that I'm like, what am I going to watch? Like, Last of the Mohicans? And it's like, oh, well, that would be a really good movie to watch. Probably. Yeah. I should probably watch that. Maybe. Well, this week we threw a curveball because we didn't know when we last recorded what we were going to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched The Power of the Dog. Yes, in theaters now, in theaters. which is, I think, also on Netflix it now. It is. I watched yes. it on Netflix. Molly saw it in theaters. Yeah. I have... I, I liked it. But I did... We'll, I did like it, yeah. actually. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss get to it. it when we get there. Yes. We're a little out of practice. Mm-hmm. Um, before we start talking about the film, bitch, let's sync up. Please. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. You've of been, course. Again, present for quite a bit. For of so it. much of it. Uh, well, Christmas happened. Mm-hmm. Christmas was fun. It was I a would really say. good one. Really chill. Yeah. Very chill. I, I would say, like, one of the best ones in the last few years. Yeah. Just, the weather was not it. But the weather sucked, but, like, the vibes were correct. It was pretty low energy yeah but in a good way yeah i mean totally you know kind of one of those do a gummy with your dad type yeah type of a beat type and then we did that on new year's day again we sure did it was fun it was very fun and i do it again i don't do it again uh Lindsay got me some doc martin creepers that i have been wearing every day uh Lindsay just casually referred to something as being in my era and what she meant was 1994 yeah um because you're gen x at heart i am i am yeah i mean you were talking about reality bites and i was like oh i remember when that film came out it's like no you don't (laughs) have you seen it i've actually never seen it so many times okay well you need to watch it it's set in houston i know and it's such a, like, I have to imagine that Gen X people hated it because it was too yeah. camp. It was, like, on the nose. Yeah. Like, these kids that are like, I'm not going to solo. And then they yes. solo. It's you like, know? Um, you know, I mean, I guess maybe they have a love-hate relationship with it. It depends on who made it. If it was made by other Gen Xers, then maybe it'd be, like, how we feel about girls. Maybe. You know? Because girls, it's like, <laughs> hate it or love it, it does it's look a mirror. like the 2010s. <laughs> yep, yep. Quite a bit. And mm-hmm. the music also very that. Incredible. And Marnie dressing like a young professional at the club is... <laughs> okay. Was this all? The girls on TikTok calling that out is so funny to me. Like, we really did dress oh, I, business casual. I thought I looked hot. <laughs> what? And my, like, I would button things to the neck. Like, what was that about? It was very sexless time. What were we going through? I've no... Well, a recession. Yeah. Uh, well, there's that. Yeah. Maybe that, that was, look was sort of inspired by... I've been busting my ass all day at an unpaid internship. Yeah. We, God, what a desperate time to be a young person. <laughs> it really You was. really had to be 
kind of on it at all times. Yeah, yeah. I remember all these like scary stories about like, hey, and anything that you say on social media can and shall be used against okay, you. Okay, and then these kids are just showing their bean bags on <laughs> OnlyFans. I know. And then being like, I've just I've taken a VP position. Incredible. At, you know, a startup that rents out hot tubs. And listen, I don't want to hate them because I'm not. I ain't them, but I'll hate them a little bit. I think they're it's, baby soft. It's a little unfair. I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair because they've already made started making fun of us, and it's like you guys don't understand how bad it was. Walk a mile in these Louis Vuittons, girl. <laughs> you have no idea. In these food batons, I'll never, never be able to buy a pair of Louis never. Vuitton. Never. Not what I want to. You know. Right. It's that, that foolish waste of money. Did sort of put a thrift, I think, into to some of us about like... I do think we were a Great Depression yeah. Um, generation. Yeah. I think that we're going to be remembered as like a greatest gen kind of thing, <laughs> but everyone is going to feel low-key pretty bad for us. <laughs> so in that sense, I think it's okay to hate on Gen Z because they're boomery behavior. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they kind of had all the headwinds working in their favor. Yeah, they don't have any sense of decorum i don't think i just don't feel that way listen gen z we just feel that you are heathens i think you're here. trash i think you could benefit from a little bit of church that's <laughs> all Maybe i'm just saying a touch of humility babe humility you know, walk yeah. a mile in these louboutins as you said you have no idea you have no idea you don't know what borders was no oh i know that's actually never know. a loss for them i know i'll yeah. never know yeah uh, speaking of books, I've been in kind of like a weird start stop with like five books at once. So hey. I, I know I got to like focus in on one, but no. I've been having a good time with our good, good, the earth and its peoples volume two. <laughs> Lindsay and I bought copies of our high school AP world history textbooks because I wanted to get my arms around the whole situation. <laughs> So, so I, I can know what I'm talking better about. Better start from the beginning. It's actually been so helpful. It is. I need. I need to keep going into it. Because like but. now I can sort of like anything pre like 8,000 BC. Yeah. I don't really have to worry about that much. There's no names I'm gonna need to know. Right. Right. You know. It's kind of like here's our best guess based on archaeological dig sites about how these folks lived. And moving on. Yeah. You know? It's it's interesting. I mean, it's like a textbook, so it is supposed to somewhat speak to teenagers, and it's, like, not going to push envelopes too much. But yeah. it's interesting reading about the evo- uh, evolution. Come on. Uh, what am here I? she goes. British. Of, like, family structures as a survival instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. I think, actually. Yeah, a very sweet thing about humanity. I sometimes, like, I found myself reading that and talking about humans the way I would, like, elephants. You know, like, oh, they're cute. Elephants are really smart. Elephants are smart. They have humor. They do have humor. The ones that steal the hats. Yeah, very cute. That's a funny joke. (laughs) I I love elephants. Gotta love elephants. Um, Craig and I have been rewatching 30 Rock. Okay, yeah. I've gotten to watch a few episodes with you, and what a treat. It's so good to rewatch. It feels like having my brain, like luxuriously massaged yeah you know definitely but it's still there's it's still a new joke at, yeah that you catch every rewatch absolutely it's kind of nuts liz's clothes are so bad they're way worse Jenna, than i realized jenna's also she pulled off this like tiny like like accordion monkey vest kind oh of thing God. that i was like girl what what was going on and again i boleros. say if you haven't suffered through the silhouettes then keep your we, mouth shut then keep your damn mouth shut <laughs> right Oh my god. Don't hate from outside the club. Right. Or really don't judge us, basically. Please. 
please. Um, I love that show. It's so good. And then, you know, I've been also, like, I'm I'm starting to feel some concern about how much I've been playing this sort puzz game. Girl, I love it so Lindsay much. Lindsay and I got on this, like, Chinese Trojan horse app. <laughs> it's, like, 100% stealing every bit of information in my phone and oh, selling absolutely. it to, for 40 cents. But listen, I've played 330-something levels. I cannot believe how far you got. Let me look and actually the, see. The conceit of this game is that you have all of these vials with various stacks of colors, and you have to segregate them. I'm on 399. Lindsay! <laughs> Almost to level 400. And I see that you're you're very Spartan. You're not taking advantage of, like, customizing oh. your beaker or your background. Wait, you can customize your beakers? Yeah, 100%. Can you, you can, say, I don't want to see any more brown? No, you can't customize color. Oh, well, but you sucks. can do, it's like a champagne flute. Okay. Yeah. And then the backgrounds are very stupid. Very 2012 kind of experience. Oh, I haven't even done the chance. The lucky wheel. See, I didn't know that I could do this. I didn't either. Sort puzz, girls. We're all (laughs) playing it. And you know that. I need more undoes, damn it. I want more extra vials. I came to this life through an ad in my Spider Solitaire app. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, God bless it because. I got gold coin times. Girl, I don't know what these coins are for. I don't well, care. Well, you can use the coins to buy new skins and mm. and new vials. I've been too busy just absolutely blowing through levels. Holy shit, dude. I could, you got on this two days after me. And it's just like, I, I, I know I, this I fear is that about, you might be spending your coins when you hit that coin button. Yeah, I think I just that I don't, I want you to exercise some thrift here. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, but anyways, yeah, I, I think that this is, I'm like, you know, two or three days away from having dreams about this game. I already did last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was um, depressing. Oh, you can change the top. Oh, you just change it so there's no unicorn? Well, that sucks. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I don't like the unicorn. How do I change the colors? Um, you can't. I've just told you that. You're not oh. hearing me. <laughs> well, how do I change that? Oh, uh, I see. The two. Yes. Yeah. Wow, these are not very cute. But you have something you've already unlocked. You a the baby, baby bottle. The baby bottle one, I was like, you sick pervert. <laughs> I don't want to play this. And then if you click theme. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's some oh. several handsome options here. <laughs> giving very old Mills. <laughs> <laughs> this is so goofy. Lindsay and I have been texting each other about the ads. Like, we paid for the ad-free version, but we'll, like, <laughs> suffer through the ads for the, like... To get extra, like, benefits. Yeah. And there's this one where they just are torturing this old-timey, like, opera king <laughs> in, like, every possible way. The game is, like, way. Candy Crush, but just rebranded. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, be like, he'll be, like, treading water. Yeah. And there's, like, a thing they, coming they down on top chained. of them or something. Yeah. Have you have you gotten the one that's like one of those social games? Where you, um, wait, what do you mean? Well, they, they show this girl trying to go on a date with a hot doctor. And oh, and she's it's like, like, it's like she's ultimate like, makeover. Yeah, but yeah. she's like, like got like armpit hair. She yes. looks very like Neanderthal. Yes. And then they're like, give her a makeover, and they didn't change anything. They just put a body con dress on her, and then they show her through <laughs> <laughs> at the bar again, and she's like pretty now and it's like ew p-u disgusting i'm gonna barf and then it's like you better play wow i bet that game is really fun though like i can't i can't afford to lose another brain cell <laughs> there was times is odd <laughs> i was trying to help marigold with something on her um 
Kindle Fire when we were leaving for Dallas for Christmas. And it was like this game. It was sort of like that, where it was like you like do all these beauty tasks for this girl. And Marigold was like, I can't figure out why I can't move forward and do something fun. But I was like, no, this rips. (laughs) I was like, that girl. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this game shreds so hard. Dude, man. Do you remember when mom used to take our uh, Game Boys and like, she'd play Tetris? Yeah, well, I don't blame her. I would do the same. Yeah, thing. A game gaming runs in the blood, I suppose. <laughs> or that time that Dad beat Max Payne. <laughs> I did not know that. Dad beat Max Payne. He used to stay up all night, like playing it. Do you remember this? I remember him getting like um, uh, what's the Grand Theft Auto. Craig and I talk about that a lot because I rented it from Blockbuster and yes. Dad started playing with me one night and like I went to bed and when I woke up the next morning he was like I'm returning it we're not gonna play it again oh no and so I'm wondering what level he hit and what the like what was um a step too far oh yeah I have to assume it was a sex worker task I'm guessing it was that yeah yeah yeah, but wow. he never told me what it was. Wow. I have the game on my phone. I should play it through, figure it out. <laughs> but I think maybe I have to wonder if it just like hour four of the depravity, he was like, I'm playing this with my child. <laughs> my, my female child. <laughs> but then like what, three years later, he was like, girls, come down here. We're watching The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. And then we would like mainline four or five episodes in a row. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. question. Oh, duh. Remember the, if there was a scene at the Bing too long, mom would just go, this is filthy. <laughs> like, we directed it. <laughs> like, she'd get so mad. Like, Keith, Keith. It's like, Janet, is his name David Chase? Right. He didn't make the damn show. I know. Oh, my God. He's not enjoying it more than the rest of us. Those troopers are lazy. <laughs> Also, it's just really awkward to be yeah, like, you're like with all your, your you know passel of little girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Here are girlies. Yeah, <laughs> man. God, I love that show. It's so good. Anyway, what have you been up to? Well, you know, uh, Christmas stuff. We um, went to Dallas to visit Parker's family, and then came back home and had like two or three nights here, and then we spent like the night before Christmas Eve with mom and dad, and then the night of Christmas Eve we were home. And then Christmas Day, obviously, we came back up, mm-hmm. up and hung out with y'all. We watched Encanto. Oh, that was so cute. So cute. I've watched it like four other times with my kids now. Wow. They love it. The music's good. It's really good. We don't talk about Bruno. It's catchy. It's very catchy. Um, you gotta give it to the very cheesy and horrific Lin-Manuel for that. <laughs> I know. I hate to give him things. I but the man, he sadly... shouldn't pose like that He's sadly very talented. I just need him to, like, maybe get off of Twitter. Right. Well, and mm. I'm also the one planning rumors that he's a creep. <laughs> oh, well... Just purely because of the casting I of him it. with Philip Sue. I believe it. Yeah. It's not fair of me. Well... <laughs> but but I just want to put a bug in your ear. <laughs> we'll just see. We'll just see. <laughs> just keep it there. Think yep. about it. Um, but, yeah, and then, I mean, we, like played games and hung out with the whole family that was really nice and then new year's eve was real low-key around here mm-hmm. we got indian food and watched the matrix and what did you think i think i really liked yeah. it. yeah yeah i had fun with it um there was a lot of stuff where i was like wait a second is smith no, i know is he good or bad or and parker was like that, he's was, very confusing that one i was confused about smith because he was unambiguously bad in the first trilogy right right but i guess he's a program that's hugo weaving rogue. when you see him you want to talk. You should just know you to not talk. trust. Yeah. Well, n- well, he was V in V for Vendetta. And oh, that's right. I would also say <laughs> that 
Okay. Why can't I remember his character in Lord of the Rings? He's a good guy. Oh, is he? He just, he just, he's got a menacing face. He has a menacing face. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched V for Vendetta in a million years. I rewatched it recently. Does it hold up? Yeah, that's great. Stephen Fry's like great in it. Man, I love Stephen Fry. Oh, and Stephen Ray is in it too. Dolores Price's ex-husband. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I got to read that book this year. You really got to? Anyways, uh, the, the book we're talking about is Say Nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, about the troubles. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, speaking of, I'm going to go ahead and suggest we watch Belfast next week. Oh my God, yes, please. Is it available to download anywhere? I think so. <laughs> and also, I can just fill your ear with things about Belfast during the troubles. Um, that movie looks so good, and uh, the trailer makes me kind of cry. And Katrina so. Balfe. And beautiful. She's added to the squad of women that are just unbelievably gorgeous yeah, that you and really I are going to be obsessed with. She really is. Um, What's the guy in it? What's his? Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. Cutie patootie. That he one. He is cute. Yeah. And he was funny in Barb and Star. It's very funny. And yeah. he was also in Marie Antoinette. The Dolls Do Forget. An incredible movie. And he was in the stunning trilogy of uh, oh, the, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades movies, yep. <clears throat> Those are wild. <clears throat> have you seen any of the movies? I have not, but it's funny that we're talking about them because I looked up Dakota Johnson on Instagram or on Wikipedia I earlier. just like her. Do you know she was born in Austin? That makes sense. Because uh, her dad was filming something here. Okay. And so they just happened to be in town. There's born just something Hospital. about her I kind of like. I do too. Yeah. I think she really got me at the, no, that's actually that's not actually the truth, not Ellen. That's true, Ellen. Well, and her home <laughs> is beautiful. Yes. And then that like one photo of her just like chilling, smoking outside. I was like, we don't get to see the girls smoke much anymore. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, it felt old school and like 2007 tabloid to yes. see. Well, there I was liked a, it. Yeah. Like that, what's it? Indie sleaze. Mm-hmm. The aesthetic is allegedly coming back dolls yep i'm too old to smoke but uh, but i'm ready to dress like that again yeah for sure sure let's Um, do it no i saw there was someone had a picture of her with what's the guy that played column in was it column what was his name oh paul mescal paul mescal well he's with phoebe bridgers i know but somebody posted a picture of them together and made the you know we saw your vibe from across the bar whatever yeah joke and I was like, wait the a only second. one of those that really made me laugh was the Matrix one. Did I that? No. It was Trinity and Neo, and it was like, hey, we saw you from across the bar. We just wanted to let you know this bar doesn't actually exist at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's very goofy. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. So we... Um, Shoot, what was I going to say about that? Oh, anyways, that made me be like, wait a second. Did, did things happen very rapidly that I'm unaware of? But no, it was just them just being chummy. Okay. Um, Are they filming together? I don't know. Possibly. But she's still with Chris Martin. They've been together for like four years now. I find that much like the, the Florence Pugh and Zach Braff of it. I'm like, girlies, I'm from that era too. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe we're trying to resolve a childhood mm-hmm. crush. Yeah. And I don't know. If like doing that with a grown, like a, a man approaching 50 mm-hmm. is Leather the Leather flip flop kind of era men <laughs> rainbow flip flops do you remember yeah oh, i remember girl stinky that was when i was in college miss thing yeah yeah boys, that's boys were boying but sloppily <laughs> in that era boys were boying and they maybe shouldn't have been they were boying too hard actually <laughs> to cool it yeah Ugh. Ugh. they all Yucky. had that flops a little haircut what was that about <laughs> we loved it we, we did were, we were thirsty for it it's very, <laughs> very funny to go back and like see how 
absolutely insane Andy Samberg's hair was. Oh my and god! And we were all like, "I've never seen a cuter boy." Wow, Adonis! <laughs> <laughs> like, what was going on there? And like the Jim Halpert haircut, like, it's I not have cute. No idea. It's not cute. I don't know, Chris Martin. I can't even tell you that even at his absolute hottest that I would have turned ahead. No, he's very vanilla. Very vanilla. I think that he could probably very easily walk in and out of any room he chooses and not be recognized. Coney 2012. Type of B. Type MF. <laughs> very that. Yeah. Yes. Man. I forget that they're together. I do feel that she can do better. I find him less offensive than Zach Braff. Oh, of course. You know. Well, because he, you know, he, he, he will be chic for having been with Gwyneth. That was a perfect match. That was I a felt. very good match. And they named their kids perfect names. Perfect names. Yeah. They looked like each other, which Gwyneth has a way of doing that, I guess. She, she dated Brad Pitt as well. Well, and they looked the same. Brad Pitt does that with every girlfriend. Yeah, that's true. But they they also were a good match. Yeah, they were. She was with um, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. God, you have to love what she has done. Yeah. <laughs> what she's accomplished. I do. She was girlin'. <laughs> she's still girlin'. In the girl. 90s. Uh, yeah, every decade she's like, I'm just gonna have fun. She just posted, I just happened to see her on Instagram right before you came over. Um, she had like a, you know, photo dump of like 2021 and her memories of it. And one of them was like Cameron Diaz and her and a couple other girls just hanging out, having spritzers. Oh my and I was like, God, I wish I was there. That's so cute. Cameron Diaz, terrible actress, but I, I bet she's fun. a really fun friend. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, the fact that Drew Barrymore is like her bestie continued to be besties I didn't for like know 21 that. years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, like family. Did they, did they become besties on the On Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, girl. And so that, I'm like. That makes me feel something. But I hope that Lucy's part of the, the clan too. Cause I'm like, y'all don't leave out my girl, Lucy Lou. She's funny. She was funny on Curb. She's, oh, she was and funny also, on Curb. what the hell? What? What the hell? She looks exactly the she same. She looks the same. But she doesn't look like she's had any work done either. Like she no. just looks Have like you seen she's. her art? Yeah. It's incredible. What the hell, What dude? can't she do? Lucy yeah. Lou, Lucy Lou. Lou, what can't she do? I think we can all agree that Lucy Lou. Okay. Has she been incredible in Kill Bill? Jeez Louise, I would love to to watch that. Um, all right, well, should we talk about the power of the dog? I guess we should talk about the power of the dog. Um, um, this is a pretty, you know, slender type of a plot, which I appreciated. Yeah, you could tell the book probably wasn't that thick. Yeah, I, but think, like, I think it was pretty short because Bobby Finger read it. Yeah. For the episode where they talked about it. I um, Oh, they're doing movie recap episodes Yeah, now. well, in the, on the uh, uh, Patreon. Uh-huh. Patreon. I needed to look up the name of that Montana governor real quick because it was a weird name. Oh, it was like a real person? Well, I did wonder. Yeah, there was some other word he kept saying. It's the governor and his di- dibs? Was that what he Nibs? I, that's what I think his name was his nibs his nibs wow okay I thought he was saying his nibs his I, nibs and I'm, I was like I'm gonna confirm that but I was okay. like surely that has to be okay the so, guy's name the movie starts with two brothers played by Jesse Plemons and Crash Bandicoot thank you Hannah for the suggestion of this film and also for that which really made me laugh yeah because I'm, I always try to you know overcomplicate it by being like bumper crop cabbage patch. I love that one. But Crash Bandicoot does the job Crash too. Crash Bandicoot gets it <laughs> you done. You know who I'm talking about? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I felt like for the plot being as light as it was, it seems like quite a bit 
was used to establish of the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You mean the setting and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So there we was... It was beautiful to look at. Oh, my God. Right. Well, in, you know, I'm in my Montana era right uh-huh. now. Well, it was filmed in New Zealand. That's funny. That makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. When we were watching Yellowstone, I was like, this yeah. looks like it could be New Zealand. Yeah. I think the terrain is probably pretty similar. Yeah. Um, well, then, maybe when I inevitably open my Tolkien theme park, it should be in Montana. Oh, hey, that's an idea. Throwing it out there. That's the people an idea. of Montana get ready to hate my ass. <laughs> um, yeah. So, we have these two brothers. Yeah. You know, Georgie and Phil. Uh, Georgie boy. What were their last names again? Oh, God, I don't know. Let me look it up. Um, Georgie is Jesse Plemons, and he's been to college. Okay, yes, but then you later learn that Phil also went to Princeton or Yale. Oh, is that right? Burbank. Yeah. Uh, George and Phil Bur- Burbank. They are ranchers, which is rather a lucrative job. Yeah, in they Montana, like own the ranch. If you have a good deal of land. Yeah. Um,. And again, I know this because of Yellowstone. Uh-huh. Um, that is not going to work on mic, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Opening the Ghirardelli chocolate? Well, here I go. Um, so they're on a cattle drive, and yeah. they stop in a little town and meet a... <laughs> here she goes. <laughs> I'm not going to... You want my blood sugar get low? No, you're good. They meet this um, inn owner, which is Kirsten Dunst. Uh-huh. Baby girl. She's a face built for this era. I love her so much. That cute little round face. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've also always wondered why she hasn't played Zelda Fitzgerald in a film. world's not fair. The world's not fair, but she's got... Zelda had a round face as mm-hmm. well. Um, I mean, maybe there's time yet. I love Kirsten Dunst with my whole heart. Of course. She was very good in this, I felt. She's been around town a lot lately. Is that right? Mm-hmm. If you ever see her again, let me know, and I will... I haven't seen her ever, which is very you frustrating. You saw her once because you texted me, and I was like, it was 9.30 at night. No, I didn't. Or maybe if someone... No, I have a friend who waited on her at Laundrette. No, there was some time that she was at the bar at, like, either San Jose or Austin Motel. Never saw her. Then I maybe, don't remember seeing her. Then maybe you told me that a friend had told you that she was at that place because you texted me, and you were like, hey, Kiki Dunst is apparently... Oh, yeah. Drinking a frosé. It was at the. It was a frosé at San mm-hmm. Jose. Okay, yeah. Someone must have told um, me. So, because I was like, do I need to put my shoes on and go down there right now? I mean, should maybe. I do it? <laughs> um, Anna keeps seeing Jesse Plemons around town. That's. I trust him. Mm-hmm. I trust him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they anyways, live not far from me. Just to dox us both. They're just really cute. Mm-hmm. I just think that they're a very cute couple, and I love that they were in this together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so she's the widowed inn owner, and she has a little boy, not a little boy, he's a teenager, named Peter. And he's very effeminate. Um, I mean, he's doing, like, anthro displays. Yeah. Oh, my God. Making right? these beautiful paper flowers. You know, finding ways to be creative with what he's got. Probably 70 pounds soaking wet. Oh, absolutely. He, prime candidate for me to scream Marfans at the TV. <laughs> Um, you love to do that. I do. Well, and I feel bad, actually, because I think he does have a very rare form of, like, arthritis. Oh, really? Okay. Um, not that I'm saying he looks like he has arthritis. You get what right, I'm saying Right, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Any, saying he's if just... anyone is, like, taller and skinnier than me, they have Marfan's <laughs> syndrome. Right, yeah. I and mean... it just is what it is. Yeah. And Abraham I am Lincoln. Don't they think Abraham Lincoln had it? Abraham Lincoln for sure had it. Um, anyway, so Peter is, you know, really sweet little guy, but as soon as Phil and George come to town phil like immediately starts to like be a piece of shit to him like making yeah. fun of the way he talks like lit one of his little paper flowers on fire oh, phil 
sucks. So he's Phil's got, got this, shitty like, bitch disease. He does he, have shitty bitch disease. He looks, like, he's covered in a fine patina of dirt the entire film. Oh my god, you can just smell him. Well, it, it, and well, didn't he a, not bathe? It's a plot point that he's stinky. Yes, but I think that Benedict Cumberbatch also didn't bathe while oh, making I this movie. Oh, I did not know that. That's so foul. Isn't that disgusting? Man, Jesse Plemons did look older in this movie. He did, yeah. Which is, you know, perhaps entirely the point, but like... Yeah. It's... It's interesting. I believed them as a couple because they, oh, yeah. I mean, they have that physical proximity. Like, yeah. you know, you've been married to someone long enough, you know yes. how to move around them. Yes, absolutely. Like, because if you bump butts in the kitchen, someone's going to scream at the yes, other one. Yes, totally. Yeah, like they have the, the blocking felt yeah. extremely natural. Very natural. Yeah. They had a sweet little, you know, love, yeah, a sweet I story. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, George pretty immediately falls in love with Rose. Um, you know, within a few days, he proposes to her. They get married, and Phil is like, again, shitty bitch disease. <clears throat> like, oh, well, she's obviously only marrying you because of your money. Mm-hmm. He keeps calling his brother Fatso, which he's not about to talk to me that way. Right. And especially when he's showing a lot of constraint. Right. Restraint. He's like being so. Despite the fact un- that you were stinky. Stinky and like mean. He's like, yeah. no, nah, he doesn't sink to your level. Anyways, so there's a couple times where, like, one time um, Jesse Plemons is in the bathtub and his brother's, like, talking to him from the other room. And he's like, hey, have you tried the bathtub here? Yes. <laughs> he, like, he just he's keeps like making hints. trying not to be mean about it. <clears throat> yeah. But there's only so much we can do. Uh, yeah. So. With a personality this foul. As, as sad as it is. Yeah. So um, uh, George decides to invite the governor and his wife. And then who was Francis Conroy playing? Uh, we got she's a Francis Conroy. Conroy. Ain't she a beautiful sight? Uh, I don't know. Is she their mother? She's credited as old lady, so yes. Okay. Because they call the dad old gent and the mom old lady. Okay. Keith Carradine was the governor. Yeah. Very weird. The Carradines are a big mystery to me. They are. <laughs> very big An mystery. opaque cloud. The range from Bill. Uh-huh. To the dad from Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, I sort of feel that he maybe drew the shortest of the sticks. Do you think he's the runt of the parody? I think that that may be the case. Because, well, but what, how that works out is that he is the one with the least malicious energy. Absolutely. No so question. So like, you are just wholesome enough to play the father yeah. of He'd Lizzie McGuire and the villain Matt. He had been uh, in Revenge of the Nerds. That's know. right. Yeah, he's very, you know, anodyne. And then yeah. his brothers have malevolent energy. Absolutely terrifying. Perhaps <laughs> bone chilling. <laughs> I would the blood curdling. Here we go again with the bone chilling carotenes. <laughs> <laughs> and their dad was some kind of something. I, probably for all three of them to be famous. I think he had some dark. Like you know that early, anything that happened in Hollywood, like bef- oh yeah. Ever. I was about to say before a certain time, but I'm like, God. Even now. Some, there's something in the water the, there. Well, the film industry is like 100 years old, maybe, yeah. at this point. So older. It's like not older than 100 years? Yeah. How, I mean, I think like. It start, like, I mean, I guess maybe like 20s this, is when things started, but yeah. Because I was going to say, like, the, the same, like, 10 families that were running shit back then, like, two to three of them are still running yeah, things like now. Yeah, it's like an oligarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, I mean, Drew Barrymore is not, like, running the town, but, like, she's a, a nepotism, and then. 
Angelica Houston's dad was a big wig, and the Coppolas. The you Coppolas know, are a whole thing. The thing is, is like I'm I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I could act like oh, how unjust, but every one of those people you just listed, I think they're I more love. glamorous for the nepotism. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. Like we get rid of the monarchy just to sort of replace it. Yeah, you're right. Clearly, we have like a set of people that were like, you will be our monkeys on display. Yes, and we'll hate you for it. Yes, and you deserve what you get because of your famous family but we hate you for that right but you know to the same token we're like okay here's the script we've written for you barrymore yeah alcoholic by 10 oh god yeah (laughs) but you get a cooking show (laughs) i mean whatever it is that she's doing now i think she wrote that script my girl drew went through a lot she went through so much pulled herself through it love her for it i love her yeah i love drew barrymore Back to Kirsten Dunst, okay. who Who's I also in the same love. Collection. <laughs> same collection. My okay. like dream besties. Not a single fit didn't hit. For oh her. my god, her sweater when they're out like in the, the little picnic mm-hmm. when they start dancing. Oh my god, that was sweet too. Oh my gosh, Jesse Plemons' is George mm-hmm. starts crying after she's like started like like barely teaching him to waltz, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just really nice to not be alone anymore." And I was like. Oh, man. But that's so sweet. Sometimes you watch a thing and be like, husbands are cute. They are really very cute. <laughs> what a cute concept. <laughs> they are. A domesticated man. I, <laughs> so cute. It's like a, a dog walking out of its high leg. Yeah, come on. Um, so... Uh, Peter, oh my god, your neighborhood. I know, I'm like, are you guys okay? Is this like the purge for y'all? One night of crime? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, And the mic is picking it up beautifully. <laughs> Like his song intro. Yeah, it wow. does. Yeah, it was a fire truck. Oh. So, <laughs> hey fellas, where's the fire? <laughs> um, so, there. A side note: I've heard sirens in other people's podcasts before, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, but they like don't say anything about it because I think that they maybe don't know that the mic is picking it up. And I'm no, like, I'm extremely self aware. Picking it up, you guys. It's picking up every dry spot in my mouth. Like it can, it can and the squeak of this table. This table probably cost Parker nineteen dollars like twelve years ago. I think you might have overspent. I think, <laughs> I think we can probably get a new folding table that doesn't Lindsay squeak. Can I record on this like absurd like card plastic table? card table? Haul it out of the closet every week. <laughs> sure, Just complain as we put it together. <laughs> it's glamour, babe. <laughs> it's got three of the four screws it needs. So, like yeah. on one side, you have to like put your foot down. A little jiggle. <laughs> it's a very stupid table. Yep. Um, so, anyways, Peter comes home from college for the summer. He's studying to be a doctor. Um, he's a little off, I feel. Something off about that kid. <laughs> he's, like, dissecting it's rabbits. It's not the light in the loafers thing, either. No. It's not the, that there's anything wrong with that. It's, it's the, like, dissecting a rabbit like well, it's he, a normal thing to do. He, like, he's he's studying to be a doctor, which was a bit confusing to me, because I'm like, well, did they let these kids start choosing... I don't know what schooling was really like before public education as it is now. Yeah. So, like, did you start training to be a doctor when you're all of 16? Like, Apparently he is in college. Which he's in college. That's according to the plot on um, Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah. Very he doesn't look very it. Very slight young man. <laughs> yes, as we've said, 70 and pounds. And he, his mom's, like, taking him to get clothes because he's going to spend the summer on the ranch. Yeah. And she's and like, let me get you some cute ranch pits. I mean, he was like, and I want these kids too. And like, walked around on this dusty old ranch all summer in kids, kids, which is like supposed to be a plot point. Like, he's more confident in his 
effeminacy. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know if we can say sexuality. I think. But just sort of his like. Yeah. He doesn't. He's not trying he to put on airs about being Whereas a hard guy. Phil is like. Phil is just reeks of insecurity among yes. other things. Yes. Like he's constantly playing up his machismo and his, his bravado. And, and speaking of things he does constantly. The name Buck Henry. Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry. Buck Henry is is a a musician. Okay. The name Bronco Henry is never far from his lips. He is constantly talking about this guy who was like his and George's mentor. Yeah. And uh, who's like a cowboy and a rodeo rider or whatever. American actor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Um, So at one point, Peter comes upon... um, he goes, was he go looking for Phil? He finds these magazines. Yeah, it's like a hidey hole. Yeah, with these magazines it's that like say physique. Bronco Henry's name on them, but it's like pictures of naked men. Mm-hmm. And um, around about the same time, mm-hmm. Phil's doing something kind of kooky. Here is, this is what I think sort of set me off my heels a little bit yeah. in this movie is that. So I I knew next to nothing about it. Anna bought tickets and was like, oh, well, it's, you know, a little broke backy, which like. Manipulative Wasn't really. to use that keyword on me, yep. as you know how I feel about that movie. Aesthetically, maybe, but not plot-wise I would all. say that there are cowboys who are gay. Yeah. But that could be anywhere. Yeah. Comparison ends there. Kind of, yeah. But, I mean, obviously it was a very beautifully put-together film. Yes. Um, but they did this thing where, like, I felt that there were enough cues... If you're not going to explicitly have him say that he's gay, but you are trying to find a manner of the period. Right. You know, like, it felt like it, they would they would, had to be as conservative as that time was. Right. To tell us he was gay. Right. So, I, I sort of surmised it by him, like, stroking that saddle a little bit too long. Yeah. And then seeing, like, the, the men's lifting magazines, I was like, yeah. got it, good. Right. I think we're covered here. Right. But then they were like, no, no, you don't get it. He's gay. And so they showed him, like, hump a a bandana? He, like, took Uh Bronco Henry's bandana. And, and like, had a little sort of flirty moment with it in the sunlight. That I thought was disgusting, because that felt very Erica Latore felt. It did. It was very... Objectively. Objectum sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know... I don't love. (laughs) Not... Crazy, yeah. It not was very crazy about it. It was it. like when that girl starts flirting with that fence, and she's like, "I didn't I expect to meet a fence like you here." That was Erica. <laughs> was that her greedy lover? She was. She had taken so many objects at this point. She was still with the Eiffel Tower, and she oh, like yeah. duked it out with the other girl over the Berlin Wall. Y'all, if you haven't seen, <laughs> we need to rewatch it. We do Thursday. Yes, <laughs> married to the Eiffel Tower. On, it's on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. It is like a forty-seven minute documentary about a handful of objectum sexual women and the titular person here is erica latore fell she changed her name after the fashion of her husband the eiffel tower and she plays an instrument is the flute there's some uh, flute that well no she was an archer, an <laughs> so archer that's was, what it was she okay. had a relationship with her with bow, her bow. Lance. oh my god Lance. <laughs> Why would you name a bow after a different weapon? <laughs> I I thought that was messed up, too. <laughs> That's very goofy. She's also into making these objects the cuckold of her little jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's very gross. The it whole is, thing is so the, kooky. These are just, it's a true cast of characters <laughs> that they come across here. And like, it was, especially that one. The German girl. That's like into that ride. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? When I, she's like smearing motor girl, oil on her face. No question. I can't, the, the name of <laughs> that the, was, it what was like. He was doing with Bronco Henry's handkerchief. <laughs> yes. It was like Galaxy, Galaxy 5000 is like a band, but it was like <laughs> Elect Lord. Yeah, three thousand. She was like, "Oh, Electron three thousand. You don't know what you do to me. (laughs) I don't want to leave you either. Don't look at me like that." Oh my god! I love that documentary. It really is so. Whoever made that is such a nasty bitch, and we need to be friends with them. (laughs) I was gonna say no. They're actually our friend. Like you, shady, shady queen. (laughs) What? Didn't put words in their mouths either. This is just what they said. Yep. They're like, yep. well, I think the text speaks for itself. <laughs> Man. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's what sort of goes on. Watch mm-hmm. that documentary. If you don't yeah, want to watch, watch this movie, watch that, and then you'll sort of understand. Plug that into what's going on at this point <laughs> in the movie. But with a handkerchief. Sort of so, patch that software <laughs> in here. So, yeah, he, like, J.O.'s with the hanky, and then... Wow. <laughs> well, and And... I don't know what um, duration of this episode that Philip endured, like how much he saw. Peter, you mean. Peter, thank you. But Peter sees at least some of it. And then he sees Phil bathing with the hanky tied around his neck. Yeah, but his bathing also felt very like. Also sexual. Savage Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Very that. Uh, Um, And so Phil at this point is, he's, I think, I can't tell if his calculation is that um, Peter is gay, sweet, new lover, or if it was like... I have to keep him quiet. I have to keep him quiet. Right. And I have an angle and that he knows this about me and I'll use it to sort of build a bridge. Yeah. I think it could have been any of those or a complicated stew of the three. I would say perhaps a gumbo. Yeah. Because I also got the impression that his relationship with Bronco Henry, whatever, whether it was like actually a relationship relationship Mm -hmm. or just a few dalliances or whatever, but like that that happened when he was pretty young too. It, he, it would have had to have been. So when you see when Bronco Henry died, I think he was like still a very young man. Yeah. So I think it's kind of, you know, it may be sort of like that, like just replaying that same. Oh, repeating the know. loop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like now I'm the older cowboy that can mm-hmm. kind of train this boy. Yeah. You know, anyways, they start spending more time together and Kiki Dunst has really had it with her shitty-ass brother-in-law. Phil is being nothing but a complete oh, he terrorizes dick her. to her. Like, she, when the governor comes, oh my god, George gets this nice piano because he finds out that she used to play piano for the movies. Mm-hmm. And so he gets her a nice piano. He's like, I want you to play for the governor and his wife when they come to town. And she's like, um, George, it's like really not like that. Like, I'm really... I don't she really play, play like heart and soul. And she like barely play anything. And so she keeps practicing for like weeks trying to learn this one song. This was earlier in the movie when the governor and his wife came to dinner, but um, George goes to talk to Phil before that, and he's like, you need to either take a bath or not come to dinner because you're not going to meet the governor and his wife smelling like this. Right. And he You chooses, should have a wash, I think is what yeah, he said. Yeah, you should have a wash. He's like, I won't mind, and I don't think the governor will care. But his but wife, you know. He's being so nice about it. Yeah, he really is. So, anyways, um, he 
makes fun of Kirsten's piano playing like in front of her and then he will like also pick the tune of what she was trying to play on the banjo because mm-hmm. he knows she can hear him what an ass he's such an asshole so this drives her to drink yes which she'd previously been teetotal yeah so it's a fun new thing for her right. this summer I thought I would try out alcoholism though <laughs> uh, so the son notices this and he's like bet and like yeah. sort of has this plan using things that he learns throughout the summer mm-hmm. partially like he comes across a, a cow that's fallen from disease and mm-hmm. it has anthrax which did you know we've known about since the 18th century is this right this is right the first i'd ever heard of it was when they for were sure. in envelopes same <laughs> for and they were sure. sending him to 30 rock yeah exactly <laughs> no wow and so it's a bovine disease uh, I think it appears in other animals, too. Okay, yeah. it's just, like, a chemical compound of some sort that S- kills the animal? Something like that. Okay. Um, anyway, so... He, he grabs some of that for later. For later, in case it comes up. Yeah, just grabs and that hide. He... I don't know what his original plan was, but it seems like a, a series of events led him to doing, being able to do something better. Yeah. Which is... So, Phil has a cut on his hand, and then, you know... Open wound has that for a little while. It's because they're castrating bull bulls. Yeah, and so he accidentally cuts himself on the last bull. Yeah, and then he also had been saving these hides all summer. Mm-hmm. Now usually he just burns them because he's a weird little bitch. Yeah, he doesn't want the Native Americans to have them. Yeah, he could just give them to them. Yeah, but they're willing doesn't. to pay for them, but he doesn't want them to have them. Yeah, so they came by uh, when he was out, mm-hmm. and Kiki was like. No, I want them to have them. Yeah. Oh, it would make my brother-in-law mad? Absolutely. Got it. And you so guys she, take as many as you want. She gives them all the hides. Yeah. And they give her some nice gloves. Which, by the way, that one outfit she wore with, like, the red silk button-up shirt. I knew that you would call that out. What this a fit. This is my favorite outfit. What a fit. Yeah. She was fully living the ranch fantasy. Oh, my God. I mean, that is how I would dress. Yeah, no question. Every day. If no I had, question. If I had my druthers. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, he was going to use these hides to make, like, a rope and he had been braiding rope and then peter took an interest in it or pretended to at least right like, oh you know how to braid that's cool so phil was like that'll be our fun little thing I'll we make will make rope. b- ropes together i'm gonna make you a rope and so phil kind of was like i was planning to use those to make something for my little boy that i'm grooming i don't right. know i mean i yeah. guess, I guess I mean, peter's like of. college so maybe he's 18 but yeah but it felt a little it just feels predatory it felt predatory because um, phil's a jerk yeah yeah so um anyways he uh also just like i'm gonna like it feels like i'm gonna target him and then like negging yeah like and then when i give him attention yeah he'll be flattered by it or it something was, it was um psychological warfare Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So, anyways, Peter's like, well, I have a few hides that I've been Come saving. think about it. For a special fun treat. If you'd like them. We should stay up tonight. <laughs> and you can show me some more about how you love to braid these hides. And so he takes these anthrax hides, knowing that Phil has a cut on his hand. Jacques! And he has to wet the hides, too. So he's yeah. just repeatedly sticking this open wound mm-hmm. into a water Water wash bowl with no yep. circulation or yep. drainage and anthrax and anthrax so he gets really very sick the next morning and then the next thing you know phil or george is buying his and the ac is that so was loud so insane the way it just acted <laughs> um the next thing we see george is picking out his 
his casket. Yeah. It's like, well, Phil died. Well, and then it ends on Peter seeing George and his mom, like, come home happy from a date. He's like... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We all got rid of Phil. Hey. Somebody had to get rid of Phil. Ain't God good? Okay. Peter had to do it. Period. Well, Peter says something. So when he's talking to Kirsten, she was giving definite, like... Drunken, drunken, <laughs> crazy old lady telling stories of the good old days. Like, Absol- oh, I was, so, I had this so song many was boys playing when we met. Yes, yeah. yes, very that. Yeah, yeah, Blue Jasmine. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, oh, I used to have this wonderful little Valentine's box, and and then her son's like, I bet you had lots of Valentines, and she's like, I did because I was beautiful. She <laughs> was like, like a character. It was very that, cute. Like a gay writer would write yes. for themselves yes, you know absolutely. like she is that she is like 50s yes. Joan Crawford difficult mom camp exactly exactly you know um but she says something about Phil like bothering her and Peter kind of makes he says something like I'll take care of it so you don't have to yeah and Which, she just forgets it she just sort yeah, of yeah but it was kind of there was kind of a knowing look exchanged between them which was very interesting to me Anyways, I found this very I mean, it to was be a very mother compelling. Boy. The whole thing was very mother boy. Oh, absolutely. I found this to be very compelling. As I said last night, I um, don't care for Crash Bandicoot. Oh, I thought you were about to say like, pastoral settings. I know. This was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, I just don't really care for Benedict Cumberbatch, and I think it's just because he seems like a shitty bitch. I don't know. <laughs> but but he's actually so talented. No, he's never done anything wrong, really, either. It, it, I think we, it's just the people that love him. It's his... It's his fans. It's his fandom. Yeah, which is, it's hard. Also, no, you know what? What is it? The Doctor Strange facial hair is unacceptable to me. I I feel threatened to make that choice. It activates my fight or flight. His eyes are very close together, too. Yeah, yeah. I will, and also the first role that I saw him in was Atonement. Oh, absolutely. Where he oh my God. was creepy to Juno Temple. Uh, uh, more than creepy. <laughs> well, abusive. Predatory. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, and also Starter for Ten. He plays a shitty little bitch in that. He d- Okay, so he did a lot of shitty little bitch roles yeah. at first. <laughs> yes. But I, I re- for me, I really do think if someone starts, if, if the Tumblr girls start sexualizing a person whose raw materials are really not there, and they're just, like, <laughs> acting like little girls with crushes, like, yeah. the way people are like, John, Green rocks my socks. Awesome socks. Oh. Like you know, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm and begging you to go outside. I just need you to not do this. Right. He's a cancer. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I could see it. I um. Anyway, all this to say, he was. Oh, his he parents was properly are both sexualized. His parents are both. They both have their own Wikipedia as well. Okay. So well, there you go. <laughs> he's a nepotism. He, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But he does have that very... Um, oh, his his mom was featured in People Magazine's Most Beautiful People in the World edition. His dad must be Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> must be. Must Good job, be Molly. Shrek. <laughs> uh, in, okay. What? Was she an actress? Yeah, I guess so. Nothing I've ever seen. <laughs> but anyways. Um, Cumberbatch does have that sort of like landed... Yeah, oh yeah, kind absolutely, of name, absolutely. Know? Like the richer you are, the more ridiculous your last name gets to be. Like tooting, yeah, tooting, tooting, poots, poots, and poots. Oh man. Okay, so Belfast is actually not streaming anywhere. Damn it. Um, you could go see Nightmare Alley, but you already took. You, you, I already got a pass this past week. 
Because I'd already seen oh, this. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, okay, uh, let's pause. All right, after a little uh, digging on Amazon Prime video, we found a movie we're going to watch next week that also has Bat Crash Bandicoot in it. Also just came out this year. Yeah. The Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne, W-A-I-N. Uh, it's Victorian, and it's about an artist, right? I think. Yes. Okay, anyways, it looks good. So we'll watch that next week. But until then, um, I don't know, you guys have a good 2022. Uh, stay safe out there. Bye. 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 <laughs>